Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on, people? Welcome to the post-game number crunch. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Painting, creator of the House and Grouse Timberwolves newsletter, and this podcast is proudly brought to you by Canis Hoopers and SB Nation. House and Grouse monthly subscriptions are down to just $2.50 a month throughout the rest of this run into the playoffs and hopefully actual playoff run. So click that link in the show notes or head over to houseandgrouse.substack.com. To support the program and the podcast, $2.50 per month, less than a cup of coffee, with the prices of cups of coffee these days, much less than a cup of coffee. So please consider heading over there to show your support. It really does mean a lot. And while we are still in these very, very murky waters, the Minnesota Timberwolves revived the slightest morsel of hope in that playoff race. With this win over the Los Angeles Clippers, 108-101 to was the final score. Man, this team is just weird. It's been weird all season, and this was, was just another installment in that weirdness, this weird season, this weird team. Fresh off the back of those really poor losses, three in a row, Minnesota turned a pretty poor first quarter into a running Clippers out the building almost in that in that second, third, and fourth quarter. There were still some some strange moments, some weird moments for this weird team, but they were pretty much able to run over the top of Los Angeles as the game progressed, and they held onto it in that final quarter, which was very big because, as I spoke about in the last podcast, this team has been a really, really bad fourth quarter team for 10 games now, and certainly in the last five games, they've been really bad in those fourth quarters. So it was nice to see them hold their nerve and steal themselves and go into Los Angeles against a very, very good Clippers team and get a win. And as they always are in a fun win, there were plenty of storylines in this one. Finally, they were fun and good storylines. The team defense was really, really good in this game. They pretty much took the Clippers to task in the paint on both ends. And we got some really fun performances from Anthony Anthony Edwards on defense. Kyle Anderson in the clutch, even some Nas Reed and Rudy Gobert and Tori and Prince moments. Really everybody who played significant minutes played really good minutes, but nobody outperformed Jaden McDaniels. Nobody on either side, not Anthony Edwards or Rudy Gobert, not Paul George or Kawhi Leonard or Russell Westbrook. Nobody outperformed Jaden McDaniels in this game. So let's keep this one simple. This episode's number is 20 as in the 20 points Jaden McDaniels scored in this game. Let's talk about it more after a break. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Jaden McDaniel scored 20 points. He scored 20 points before. It's not a career high or anything like that. In fact, it's the fourth time this season that he scored 20 or more points. But this one felt more important because the Timberwolves need his 20 points now. It's no longer an added little benefit to go along with his defense. I mean, we don't even have to speak about his defense any further than we have in the past. It's elite. He's elite. He might be the best and most versatile defender in the league. He gave Kawhi Leonard the blues in this game. He gave Paul George the blues. He defended through off-ball screens, and he got in passing lanes, and he blocked shots, and he contested shots, and he was just everywhere defensively. And we know that that's what he can do. He is one of the best defenders in the league, and he should be looking directly at an all-defense nod in the near future. But that offensive load is different now. The Wolves don't have D'Angelo Russell anymore to take the pressure off Anthony Edwards, and it's showing. Ant is being guarded like prime Steph Curry right now, but he's not prime Steph Curry, and he needs to be in an, in an environment that allows him to thrive. Right now, without Carlton Towns, Edwards isn't in an environment to thrive. So they need Jan- Jaden McDaniels to step up. His 12 field goal attempts in this game were the second most for the Timberwolves, and that kind of has to become the norm from now on, for better or worse. Maybe he won't go... 8 for 12 like he did in this game every single night and score 20 points on 12 shots. But he has to take those 12 every single night. In fact, he probably has to take 15 or more field goal attempts for this team to run smoothly offensively. Minnesota can get good offensive production from Kyle Anderson, which they did tonight. And they can get good offensive production from Rudy Gobert, which they did tonight. Or... Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Torian Prince, or Jalen Noel on his night. But those guys are role players, and they project to be just role players going into the future. Jaden McDaniels is the one who has the potential to give this team 15 to 20 points a night. Shit, he might even have the potential to give them more than that one day. So with Ant being doubled and tripled on virtually every possession and Towns still lingering out for what seems like an eternity with this calf issue, the time really is now for Jaden McDaniels to spread his wings a little bit. And in my opinion, the key to him doing that is confidence, mainly. Not only the confidence to do the things that we've seen him do in flashes consistently, but the confidence to have terrible nights and the confidence to have multi-game runs where things don't go as well for him. I mean, you look at Anthony Edwards, look at him right now, an all-star who is currently in a massive funk, and yet he never seems to lose that confidence. In those funks that Ant is in right now, it seems bad. It kind of feels like 
Ant is just wading through a swamp right now. But because he has that confidence, I think we all have a confidence that he will come out of the other side of this pretty quickly. McDaniels needs a bit of that. And the coaching staff need to do whatever they can to instill it in him for this stretch run down the, down the stretch of the season. Right now, I mean, McDaniels is uber-efficient. Only 22 regular rotation players score more points per shot attempt than McDaniels this season at 1.23 points per shot attempt. And a big chunk of those guys in that list are rim-running bigs or lob bigs or dunker spot bigs who don't shoot from anywhere outside of three feet. On the season as a whole... McDaniels shoots 72% at the rim, 44% from mid-range, and 39% from three. On the season, only eight players who have played at least a 1,000 minutes have matched or exceeded those numbers from those three spots. He's a three-level scorer, but he's a low-usage three-level scorer. It seems weird to say that he needs those numbers to go down a little bit. It's not like McDaniels has ever been a player who worries about maintaining maintaining those gaudy percentages. But this team needs him to be willing to plunge some of those numbers into a hole at times in order to fast-track his offensive development, just like we've seen with Ant, just like we saw with Zach Levine back in the day, just like we saw with Andrew Wiggins, although that didn't work out as well as Ant or Levine. But it's that kind of idea that sometimes the efficiency needs to take a hit in order to grow a player's game and launch them into a different stratosphere as a scorer. Sure, there's, there's still going to be some issues. There's issues right now with McDaniels' handle and his general ability to create looks for himself at a star level. He's certainly not there yet. But outside of Edwards, there's nobody on this team who can do it better than him. Unfortunately, he's never had the reps to be a legitimate ball handler or playmaker for others or self-efficient scorer because of D'Lo and because of Cat and because of Ant. And those all made sense at the time. D'Lo's a better scorer than Jaden. Cat's definitely a better scorer, and obviously Ant is as well. But only one of those guys is left, and it's Anthony Edwards, and he is getting harassed by opposing defenses. And it now seems paramount that McDaniels is thrust into that role kind of full throttle as a secondary scorer. Maybe it's unfair, because he hasn't had those reps. Maybe it's just not something he can do full-time. But I don't see a whole lot of options out there. It, it, we can see what happens when it works. Tonight, Anthony Edwards was allowed to have a poor game because McDaniels kind of supplemented his offense. And it allowed Ant to do his thing defensively and not have to work so hard to be the only guy who can score and to score 25 points on 25 shots. And maybe, most importantly... The Wolves are likely going to walk away from this season with nothing much to show for it. I think right now, even with a great win tonight that feels great, they're probably not going to win a playoff series. They might not even get out of the play-in tournament. But if they walk away with a Jaden McDaniels stretch of 5-10 to 10 games where he shows he can be a 15-20 to 20 point guy a night, I mean, in addition to the defensive demon that he is, then that's something genuinely legitimate to hang their hat on. To me, that's what I'll be seeking from this stretch of games until Cat comes back. And even after that, they should be moulding McDaniels 
into a third option. More than anything, though, it's just good to see the Wolves back in the winning column. It's good to get some vibes again, some good vibes and not the disastrous vibes that we've all been feeling of late with this team. Next up is another chance to increase those vibes against the Los Angeles Lakers without LeBron, which feels like a banana skin to this team. But they need to go out and they need to win those games, and I'll be here to discuss it. I hope you will be too.